Hey, this is Keith. Or some actor playing Keith, I'm not really sure anymore. But um, we're coming to the end. The end of my Los Angeles con spree. But before I leave, I have some scores to set and discover a couple truths to be revealed. It's all going to come down to the season finale of Rideshare Episode X. It's going to drop on December 3rd. Now, until then, I want you to catch up by binge listening the first season. And I suggest that you do exactly as I say. Or you're going to miss all the fun. Hey, it's Brent Pope, the host of Breakfast with Brent Pope. You've seen me on some of your favorite TV shows saying things like, give it up, Jimmy. You got to sink this putt to win. On Breakfast with Brent Pope, I sit down with guests from the entertainment world and we do it all over breakfast. Or should I say breakfast? Every week on Breakfast, you get inside Hollywood info and tips, great breakfast wrecks and booty debates. Most of all, you get the most delightful 30 minutes of your week. So dig in. It's Breakfast time. Listen at breakfast.com, Apple Podcasts, or wherever fine podcasts are found. Hi, I'm Buzz Dixon. I am the writer and story editor of G.I. Joe, and I'm here at Knowing is Half the Podcast, and uh, I'm with Ray, Robert, and Gina, and have a good time. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to your favorite G.I. Joe podcast show here today Finally, this is Knowing is Half the Podcast. You are really amusing yourself. And I am Ray Stacanus. I'm Robert Clark Chan. I'm Gina Ambolito. Guys, how long have we been here talking before we started recording this episode? We're friends. We're friends in real life. We're not just podcasting partners. We're friends. And I talk a lot. Guys, that being said, two hours and 18 minutes. <laughs> so what I'm trying to say is the reason the reason why I'm so amused by myself is because I've gone punch drunk at this point. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to find everything I say hilarious. Listen, oh. one of these days, you guys can talk about wrestling for two hours or something that I have no interest in. But guys, I, I this encourage is you to do it. I have a ton of interest in all of the crazy <laughs> dramatic things you guys are talking I love hearing this stuff. <laughs> I love being a part of this stuff. Good. I mean, honestly, period. There's no but at the end of that <laughs> sentence. I, I love all of it. Do not get me wrong. It's just if I'm going to end up getting a little silly by the time we get around to the show, you can't hold uh-huh. that against me is all I'm trying to say. I am prone to long, uh, long flights of fancy. And it's great. You guys, <laughs> you guys should really, we should really open this up to an audience and just have like a, a studio audience here for hours before we record. Yeah, that'd be a super good idea. <laughs> oh, a lot of secrets would get out, wouldn't they? <laughs> Guys, we're talking about the victory at Volcania Part 2. By the way, not going to lie, I I think I went into a coma during this episode. I feel that. Okay. Entirely possible. I, I was like not taking any notes, and I was like, wait, what just happened for the last eight minutes? Yep. Was okay. it just, was yeah. it just f- a fight? There's like a time, there are time codes in uh, the notes that I have, and yeah. there's a big gap there. Yeah. Where just at one point, I was like, oh, oh. Oh, gee. oh, right, right, right. Okay. Right, I hope yeah. I didn't miss this anything. This did not need to be a two-parter is it did what not. I'm saying. Um, what I would say is there was definitely a part, like I would say the first eight or so minutes of this episode, yes. where I found I realized about three minutes worth, I was just on my phone not paying attention oh, yeah. to the episode. It was <laughs> just, That's a problem. It was at five minutes in, I took note because I said, okay, so it's just been fighting at, like this entire yeah. time. And not... 
particularly interesting fighting? No, no. Here's what I will say. I realized it this this time, and I I I know I used to say this about the old GI Joe, but but you were wrong. Then. These these <laughs> characters are so generic. The new characters are so generic. They they're, really they're are drawn in a generic way. Their outfits are super generic. Like at least in the old days. You're not confusing Shipwreck with anyone else. Shipwreck and Dusty, despite being both voiced by the same person, two very different characters you will not confuse. I feel like Dusty was a little generic looking. But like Wild Bill, for instance. Wild Bill. Like, like give these guys a crazy hat or something, but they're all just like guys in various forms of military garb. I still say that one of my biggest issues with it and the design is just the color palette for everybody is exactly the same. And G.I. Joe was not afraid to have people of all different shapes and sizes and colors like i'm not gonna lie i almost welcome the might is right guy because at least i can re- at least i can God spot him. damn it at least i can spot I, him you're coming around on salvo and i appreciate no that. no at least he's he's wearing something distinctive that isn't the exact same thing so you're saying everyone else everybody needs uh a, uh, a white supremacist t-shirt. in their group a, 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 a logo t-shirt wow I didn't think she said that at all. Some sort. <laughs> uh, here's the deal. Yes, I would say every group needs the yeah. guy with the ironic if, T-shirts. If you're not going to give them village people style hats, yep. like they did in the first <laughs> they series, <sort> of did. <laughs> then at least uh, have them like one. One of them could be wearing like a who farted T-shirt. I was going to say one could I be. Think I'm with stupid. Salvo's other T-shirt he wore. And he could wear instead. It just says this is my costume. Yeah, and you know that would have been okay. I I I legitimately cannot tell any of these people apart. I mean. I can, but like, I will honestly say I don't. I still, and this is embarrassing for me to say, I still don't know everybody's names I when mean, I see like, them right off the top like of my head. There's like Mutton Chops guy, the guy that like it goes from like sideburns into beard. Even Hawk, I feel like looks sort of generic in this. Yeah, he does. I, don't, I don't care for that. There's, there's the the like Pathfinder. Like I don't know, I don't uh, know who Pathfinder. Pathfinder is. wrestled the alligator. Yeah, what's he wearing? Tell me what's he what's he wearing? The same color scheme as everyone else. That's what I'm saying. Like if he was wearing if he was wearing a cowboy hat and had a handlebar mustache, you know that would that would stick out. He's, or head to toe ninja outfit. I'm okay with that. Yeah, Snake Eyes, you're not confusing <laughs> with Lifeline. Yeah, there's literally it's just not happening. It's that is what's so frustrating and part of what's so boring and I think part of why I feel like I had a lobotomy while I was and watching. I don't even think it's because they're not saying their names enough on the show. Oh, I feel no. like they're Jesus. saying their names Constantly. all the time and I'm just not yeah. picking up on them. But they they have to. But also even from a toy standpoint this can't be interesting, right? Like you can't. You mean how they designed all the Cobras to have now this uh, this uh, Viper color scheme from the Operation uh, Dragonfire, and all the Joes have the same. Like I said before, the the same color palette, which drives me crazy. It's all yeah. It's all green and orange, and that's it. I'm gonna pile on with a completely different tack and say that I realize at this juncture what the problem, the main problem with the show is. And it's kind of that they have a different goal than what I'm looking for, because what I'm looking for is a show that engages me, and that requires dramatic tension. Uh, Obviously, with most of the old G.I. Joes, you know that G.I. Joe's going to win, but sometimes, you know, like, sometimes it doesn't quite happen, and Uh uh, the Cobra ekes out like a little victory, uh, that sort of thing. Or even somebody has to make a sacrifice in order to accomplish the goal. Yes. Happens all the time in Mm -hmm. G.I. Joe's first seasons. Uh, There is another kind of story, though, which is, um, I I, I almost want to call it a, a kind of, 
uh, non-sexual pornography. What it kind of <laughs> more is is just a sort of wish fulfillment thing. Sure. Where everything goes okay and uh, there's no real big obstacles. Uh, basically, there is no dramatic tension. It is yeah. just a a nice thing that happens. And it's something that uh, I I first noticed watching Strawberry Shortcake, weirdly okay. enough. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, the old original ones from the 80s. Like, there is no tension at all. And that's deliberate. The idea is to create a an atmosphere of comfort, and so it's just sort of like slipping in and just like ah, we got that with oh, Maya oh, the Bee. So, yes, so Maya Stra- the Bee, absolutely. Strawberry shortcake led to the pussification of America's children. <laughs> yeah, and I'm now saying. we have liberals. Uh, <laughs> thank you. And you can tell it because the title of this episode is. Victory, Victory at Volcania. Volcania. I never thought of that. We already fucking know that oh, they win, and they just think of put it right at the beginning they don't there. Say I whose victory that. it is, You're but I right. guess you can safely assume. Yeah. But I will say, watching because I my notes, I have no notes, and then I just put five minutes in. Still, just battle, nothing interesting. Mm-hmm. And watching a battle with people who all look the same. Where there's no twists yeah. and no turns and nothing interesting is happening and not even like clever one-liners. It's a huge problem when the animation is degraded too. Like yeah. the quality is so much worse than C- uh, yeah. series one. Like well, yeah, uh, you can't tell what also, the fuck is it. So how how many years after series one is this supposed to take place in? It's supposed to take place uh, to me. It's 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 real time, so it's maybe three years later. Okay, yeah. because and because Hawk this story, yeah, this storyline about Hawk, has... I do not understand because it's, he says at some point, like maybe ten years ago, and I was like, oh, I guess we don't really know. How, I don't know. how, except that Lady J looks exactly the same. That's what I'm saying. Zorana and the Baroness look exactly the same. I'd say Zorana looks a little bit older, but not much. It's just the animation style. I think so. I think. But the Baroness looks exactly the same. And then all of a sudden they're like, hey, old man, General Hawk, well, I think look at you. In the original show, though, he was kind of an older mentor. So. It was never mentioned. But I think he it was heavily it. implied. And no, he did fit in with the other Joes. But I do think, because remember, there was a scene with Sergeant Slaughter during Arise, Serpentor Arise. Only I will remember this. <laughs> and uh, uh, he, he, Sergeant Slaughter comes, they bring in Sergeant Slaughter because all the Joes have kind of let themselves go a little bit and need to be kicked get yes, their asses kicked okay. Slaughter comes in kicks everybody's asses is making him run at like 4.30 in the morning and he turns to Hawk and he goes I'm sorry why aren't you running and Hawk kind of laughs he's like you know what okay I'm gonna do this and I think it's sort of implied like he's the desk guy he's he's you know he's the general I, I mean he's know. the guy who sits it's, in the office to me it seems he's like it Norman comes out of nowhere Kopp. and I, I hate it because I've said this before but it has like a very like uh, say by the bell the college years like sad vibe to it where very you sad. don't want to see your your characters like move on. Uh, yes, that's like the benefit of a cartoon is they never have to age. Well, here you go. You get it at the very end when fucking General Hawk is in his swimsuit and he still <laughs> looks like a friggin' uh, yeah, Austrian mesomorph, yeah. oh, just gargantuan muscles, just uh, chilling. I like that part. He had old man <laughs> muscles though. Like I could tell what? he was drawn to have old. There, there is a difference between young man muscular uh, yeah, and old man muscular, is, and I is. thought they did an okay job of drawing. Now he's still the Incredible that, I don't Hulk. Think they intentionally, don't I don't think they intentionally drew old man muscles. I think they don't know how to draw. Maybe, but I will say like yeah. those were very much like old man muscles, yeah, and I kind of like that they. That. It is. You can tell that, like you know, when fat, it's like the Arnold Schwarzenegger look, where yep. like fat starts to degrade, and you have to work that much harder on your like to build up your muscle. It's what I, what I look like now. Oh, he's basically. definitely using yeah. uh, 
uh, if not full on steroids, yeah. at least HGH. <laughs> sort of maintain uh, that physique well the episode begins of course with uh, a, a radio i didn't even know that there was like a play for a radio at the end of episode one at all but they bring it up after the recap which was bizarre uh the, the gridiron needs to find a radio and then to what chance said earlier five seconds later gridiron's like okay guys i got this radio <laughs> i'm gonna make this call at, at which point they shoot uh cobra's got space guns uh uh, uh at volcania and and there's a can you just give me the there's a sound cue here where just one character decides to give all the we just had the full recap and then they have a second character give nothing but exposition and I was like I mean okay <laughs> it is and we already know where it is the hard way Cobra space guns are here on Volcania what but Volcania is a GI Joe rest and recreation base not anymore in that case we'll put together an airborne force and fly in their prana. And so this is what I'm saying. Like, they have to go ahead and, and remind us all that it's an R&R base for G.I. Joe that was taken over by Cobra. And now they have space guns at Volcania. And it's like, guys, I've seen episode one. <laughs> we just had a recap. I know all these things this, already. This second part of a two-part episode has to stand on its own, Ray. Okay, excuse me. I'm wrong. <laughs> um, so Cobra ends up, like, plowing through a wall. And then there's a big old chase scene. Uh, uh, and and I, at first I'm like, oh, cool, G.I. Joe's going to get away. That's cool. And then Cobra comes from the other side, and so they've got him in a what? What do they call it, Chan? What, what's the name when you when you're being fired on by two sides at the same time? We've got them in a crossfire. You get caught up in the crossfire, and then immediately cut to G.I. Joe saying, "We're caught in a crossfire." What? Oh crap! Okay, cool guys. <laughs> I guess we really know what this term is now. <laughs> Mommy, what's a crossfire? <laughs> well, listen to Destro and the GI Joe man talk about it from opposite sides. They'll bring it up multiple times, so just, don't worry. Look, only one of them needed to say it, and I—you just never see that in a battle where the bad guys are like, like in that big Game of Thrones battle at the end of that one season. They're like, "We're going to hit him with a pincer movement," and then, then all of a sudden, cut to Jon Snow. Oh no, they've got us in a pincer movement. I mean, uh, Game of Thrones is. Loss, I guess. I mean, that's they a, don't have writing like this. Thank you. That's why they aren't successful. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, we also get Metalhead talking about his double bang, which I thought was. This is maybe the most sexual character we've seen out since Shipwreck. Um, <laughs> if I could just Dang say. Shipwreck. I'm back with a bang, bang, bang. Double bang. Triple bang. Um, okay. So now uh, Cobra's hitting the volcano, uh, or G.I. Joe's hitting the volcano. I don't know. People are hitting volcanoes. This fight scene is very confusing, um, despite the exposition constantly explaining what's happening. I, I, like the two of you, found myself tuning out a whole lot because it just it didn't really the, it, it didn't logically build from one step to the next, which is what a fight scene needs. Clear goals for both people on both sides, and then the obvious means to achieve those goals, and then them competing with each other, jockeying for position to be the one to accomplish their goal. Maybe that's too... I'm thinking about too much, but that's what a fight scene should be, and that's the fun of the opposition. So when you get a this or a Michael Bay Transformers fight where it's both robots, one punches the other who falls down, gets up to punch the first one who falls down, who gets up to punch the other one until finally Asteroid hits both of them or something. Like, it's just not particularly interesting, and I wish I could wasn't saying that about an episode of G.I. Joe, but here we are. Well, I mean, Buzz was the battle man. Oh my gosh, his fight scenes made sense. They were yeah, magical. Yeah, I I think that this would. I think if he was forced to watch this, he would die a little inside. 
I could not tell which was the front and which was the back of any of the vehicles. I, yeah. So they're like, retreat. And then they oh. turn. I'm like, wait a minute. I thought that was the back. Why is I, that the I front now? I had no idea at all what was going on for a good five minutes. Like, I was like, all right, battle, 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 battle. Yeah. Maybe that's why they had to add in the line about crossfire, because it was actually the vehicles retreating, but we didn't oh know which side God. was which. So we had to make up some dialogue to explain it. <laughs> Um, so okay, so we yeah, have- I would not be surprised if the, they just had shit animation and they're like, I don't even know what's going on here. Uh, just just tell them that the, it's crossfire. <laughs> like, uh, well, there's one on one side, one but on the other side. It's so you obviously mean just because you just flip the the uh, the. <laughs> The cells so that they were just going the other direction. It's so obviously not a crossfire. No, no, no. Have a second character say it's a crossfire, and that'll really bring it Okay, home. well, that makes sense now. Yeah, <laughs> I get it. Um, okay, so we have two ideas right now. Um, we want to either like go full force with the G.I. Joe team to attack the volcano, yep. uh, or send in a small raiding party in the back to come in the back door. Haha. <laughs> go get it that way. Hey, hold on. You talked about butt sex, Ray? Yes, I was. Yes. Are you suggesting oh, that uh, Pathfinder and General Hawk... Are in, are are butt fucking the cobras? Is that what you're? That is 100 what I'm suggesting. Oh. Wow! And huh, then okay. when the uh, when the volcano explodes, it's uh. like a uh, poop exploding out of a butt. I mean, I would have gone with. Uh, I guess Santorum would be the proper uh, term. Santorum would be uh, the proper uh, term. Frothy yes. mix uh-huh, of uh-huh. Uh, lube, uh, lube and fecal matter. Yeah. Uh, uh, is this the scene where they start calling Hawk old? Uh, that's every scene. Uh, if, yeah. Like when he's like talking about like I got a plan and it's like yeah you got a plan you old fucker <laughs> that's how I remember this scene going down you've had a rough day that uh, <laughs> you've had a rough day is kind of the equivalent of uh, yeah, yeah I liked it though because Hawk is just like yo I could climb this volcano I literally do it oh, all the time I live here that's when I wrote that it's it's when he starts saying like I'll be the one to to climb do you really think you can handle this climb. Sure I can. I've climbed that volcano dozens of times. When, sir? Okay, so it was ten years ago. But there are lots of things I did ten years ago I'm still good at today. Right. I wow. hate this. I hate this so much. Yeah, that's I feel like I feel like they're in the next episode they're gonna give him dementia. And and literally there's a character <laughs> there who is speaking to a superior officer and it's like, I can, I can do it. And like, right. Yeah. The character says, right. Yeah. Like, straight up back talk. Yeah, everything about this sucks. Look, I hate it. I love the thing about the, what is, makes it okay for me is <sighs> Hawk's fighting spirit. And Hawk isn't feeling bad for himself. He's understanding his own limitations and he still feels like he can help. I don't. And I like that about him. I don't want to be reminded. This is an NJPW, Ray. We're yeah. not a, fighting spirit's not going to get you through the day. I don't want to be will. reminded of like how old these characters are. I want, like, that is a very weird thing to put in a kid's cartoon. Yeah, because that's just going to make you think of your grandma who's dying or Yeah, it's already a kid's dead. climb a volcano. It's mm-hmm. a weird, weird thing to put in a kid's cartoon with, like, maybe some kids who watch the original series like it's just a strange choice i want everybody who's listening right now to think about your beloved grandmother grandfather (laughs) maybe it's an aunt is that you momo knowing they're approaching the end of their lives and gi joe just just imagine the guy there from G.I. Joe, whichever Hawk. one. No, 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 no. The guy who uh, the guy that uh, says right. who sassed him oh, okay. is, is there at your grandmother's house, and she's like making a cup of tea. She's sitting down. It's like, oh, I'm going to watch some Wheel of Fortune. And he's going to be there like, right. 
you're gonna yeah. make it through Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> oh Grammy, you're gonna be dead before the first commercial break. Or or it would be like, how how long have we been doing this podcast now? Two years? Roughly one million years. <laughs> <laughs> so it would be like if people if people who listened from the early days, if we all of a sudden started working into it, like how long we'd been doing this, and it's like, well, oh man, you really think we can do this podcast for a whole half hour? I mean, we used to do it. Sure, how long ago? Two yeah, okay. Years ago? It was ten years ago. Hey, there's lots of podcasts I've done that uh, I could still do today. I know this. <laughs> I know this podcast set up like the back of my hand. I, this is just <laughs> depressing. Like, I don't know bit. why they're putting this in a kids' cartoon. They gave us like six minutes of useless battle, and then people talking about how a beloved character is too old. I will say, as far as uh, uh, depressing things go. Even that pales in comparison to seeing Lady J, Baroness, and Zorana yes. still. Oh, they didn't. No they didn't we didn't even get a Lady J grunt this time. Uh, yeah, she Silence lands, from she all lands three of them. And, and also, it's especially weird because they have main characters addressing them directly. Yep. Like which yes. is which is it's so much more noticeable. Like if I was just like. Ray, make sure you're doing the thing with the microphone. Chan! <laughs> uh, Can I say, I now notice that in like uh, 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 so dramas weird. and sitcoms when a character is talked to and then doesn't say anything. I'm like, oh, they're an extra. <laughs> yep, under like, five. Oh, 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 he's not saying words. Yeah. He's not allowed to say words. I know it. <laughs> I know this thing about the industry. Uh, and it's just like, I always laugh because you'll always see the person uh, 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 like, like they'll just be like the cop. Yeah. And those be standing there and the person be like, I saw a thing and then and the thing and you got to go help with the thing. And they just nod and they run. Yeah. Like, oh, God, I got him. He's an yeah. extra. They don't want to pay that that fifteen hundred dollars to a day player. Right. <laughs> and I'm sort of sitting back and I'm like, oh, no, Lady J, the Baroness and Zorana are fucking extras Which, now. The reason this is insane is because you don't need extras in cartoons. No. And these are all three very interesting characters. And also, they are the only ones. Like, there are other Like, there is no reason to have Destro talking in this episode. Like, you could get away with not having him talk. So they're the only ones that are in scenes. People are interacting with them, but they're not talking. And it is weird. It is weird. I mean, to be fair, you could even have Destro as the guy who created all the tech. But this could be Baroness's plan. I mean, I would have been okay with that. I mean, here's the thing: I don't even they don't even need a storyline. But when Cobra Commander says, "Zarana, do this now, Baroness, do this," and then neither one of them is even like, uh, "Okay," that yeah. is strange. Yeah. yeah, just nothing. Um, so there's all some stuff happens: the space guns shooting mountains and stuff. Uh, some Joes get captured. Yeah, this gonna, is the part where I'm just yeah. like, I, I I just don't understand that thing where, uh. Yeah, they 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 blow up the side of the wall so that the the, uh, the rocks come tumbling down to crush the vehicle. I'm like, why don't you just drive the vehicle? Because it will be faster than you jumping out of the vehicle and running away. Oh, this is plus when, you get to save your vehicle. Wait, this is when the Joes are causing a diversion up front. Yes, yeah. and then and then 
Yeah. Then they weirdly, the a hawk, and I think it's Rampart. I could be mistaken. Who knows? Um, they find a weird cave that, of course, they deduce immediately leads you to this top secret lair. Like, that was that was quite the fortunate pull. Wait, this is after the climb? Because we got to discuss this climb. Well, okay, uh, they no, are no, still climbing. Yeah. They, I'm they, skipping they, past some climbing. They found Let's a cave, see. and then again, they're like, we'll split our forces. We'll go this way. You go that way. Yeah. Just like they did with the uh, uh, forces out front. Like, okay, you guys attack, and we'll do this back. And uh, a lot of a lot of splitting up that uh, doesn't really work to their advantage. I will say that I hate that Hawk falls. Yes, but then he saves uh, the other yeah, guy. Yeah, well, I Ambush. get he it. Saves Ambush, I get it. You know. It's but it's still very much like oh okay, old people can still do some things. Like they're <laughs> still useful for something. Like even though, uh, like I hate it. And and anyone, I mean, he grabs for a piece of rock and it crumbles away. Like that's not a strength thing. No, it Just could let happen. Let him fucking like. I was hoping that it would be he powers the top. The other two can, or the other one like can't keep up. That's what I want to see. And then I want him to be like, "Who can't climb the mountain now, bitch?" That's and yes. then he kicks him off the mountain. <laughs> the guy's oh. spine breaks. Oh my god. And Gina, then Hawk did, it, does the mission on his own. Did you make him go home and change into his best suit first before you did that? <laughs> he's not dead. He's uh, not dead. He's just paralyzed. He's, he's paralyzed. just paralyzed. Uh, what happened to Hawk's like rocket pack jumpsuit thing that he had in the first episode? Oh, yeah. Because that would have been really it handy ran right out here. Of gas, I, I guess. Um, so this is the part. This is the aspect of the storyline of this episode that I don't understand. Okay, this is where I wrote. I can't pay attention to this. It literally <laughs> says I can't pay attention to this in my notes. The <laughs> apparently the UN has decided they're just going to send a UN army and navy at this base yep. to attack Cobra because they don't know what's going on. Oh yeah, that makes sense. The UN. Well, maybe not the UN. The UN. The peacekeeping yeah. organization. Yeah, yeah, no, they got they they got a standing navy <laughs> with battleships. And- but it does make sense that that some government was like, okay, so we can't just let these terrorists take over. But they also don't know it's Cobra, apparently. Oh, like, yeah. Like there's that a weird, weird. storyline where they think it's something totally unrelated. Like I said, I can't pay attention to this. And so, <laughs> and so, but the whole addition of the UN to this makes this go like weird. And Cobra's like, great. I can shoot my space guns, which is what they're called, space guns, at the UN boats as target practice. What fun we will have this afternoon. I I I really think I know we have that Pres Serpenter account. I really well, I don't think, know what you're talking about, Gina. That's I, outrageous. I know that it's an is, account we there support. Is, there is an anonymous account. Thank you. I uh, but I, I really think that President our current Trump I can't even say it. Uh, President Serpentor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he watches these episodes because <laughs> space guns sounds like something he would say. Yeah, we will we'll shoot off space guns. And this is a children's cartoon, and our yeah. current president sounds like he his dialogue. Okay, I just figured it out. Yes. Donald Trump himself, as a man, died probably oh. like 10 years ago. He's been oh, wow. weekend at Bernie's by a group of... Deke era G.I. Joe writers. Interesting. Okay. Who are writing his dialogue for him. Now, I've met and seen the posts of many of these writers. They don't seem to share the same ideology. (laughs) 
could I say this? What if this is what happened? Uh-huh. What if Chris Lotta faked his own death way back when? Uh-huh. He took over as the puppet of Trump, and now Chris Lotta, Cobra Commander, is our president. Oh, and yeah, I and would he be more on board with that. Believes that he is Cobra <laughs> Commander. No, he does. Thinks he's Cobra Commander playing the role of this. So he character. got into oh. it. He was perhaps hit on the head yes. with I don't know a snake shaped oh. sarcophagus. Love it. I was like, wait a minute, I'm the reincarnation <laughs> of a fictional character. Guys, this holds up. This holds a lot of water. I I mean, I was just recently watching the uh, the Community episode, uh, the GI Joe Community episode. Such a good episode. And uh, uh, when. G.I. Joe Jeff Winger is trying to fly between the universes to get back to the <laughs> real world and Cobra Commander holds on to him and he says, you can't come with me. It's the real world. And then and then Cobra Commander goes, oh, why does my back hurt? Why is everything? Why is everything sad? And that like because he can't, uh, he can't go into the real world because it's not he's not meant for it's it. not for him. I. Uh, I need I need to do a community rewatch. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm in the middle of Fringe right now, so oh, it's going to be a while. But uh, it's so good. I'm gonna it's... I'm going to I'm I'm watching Dawson's Creek for the first time since I was like 16. <laughs> oh wow, that explains uh, a lot. I of needed something. I need a good palate <laughs> cleanser after that Michael Jackson documentary. Nice. Uh, I need seven seasons of a family friendly <laughs> show to wipe out that. By far, the best part of the show is Joshua Jackson. Like even even young Joshua Jackson is a hilarious and amazing actor uh, uh, miles ahead of the other ones. So my plan is to watch Dawson's Creek and then rewatch Fringe for the fourth time. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) I love Fringe, yo. It's so good. It's going to get so good, Chan. It's very of its time. Uh, No. I'm not saying that it's entirely a bad thing. What episode are you up to now? Uh, I don't know, like nine or ten. Okay, what's happening in it? Uh, like uh, she's 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 got uh, uh, what's his face in her head, and uh, oh, yep, her dead boyfriend. Uh, yeah, yeah. Who I I feel real bad because for the longest time I've been confusing him with the dude who is uh the dude in Bull. That show, oh, that show that uh, yeah, yeah, fired yeah. Eliza Dushku, and the dude is like like a super uh, super creep. Uh, yeah. and I feel real bad now because uh, Mark Valley is this guy, and I like him. Okay, okay, but I think the super creep is more handsome than this guy. Uh, uh, I don't know. I think I think he's more handsome. They're You're... they're both like really square jawed, blonde, like, yeah, like, like like a cartoon football player, like guys, yeah, or like failed Captain Americas. Yeah, you know? I forgot that. I forgot that plot of that dude in her head. It 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 gets so much better. I cannot yeah. I cannot tell you. How uh, much mostly, it's it just the fact that like it seems unnecessarily gruesome. Like, you are an old man, sir. I know. I know. You are like a very old man. If that, you think that that sh- network show mm, is gruesome, no, that's the thing. Is like when I, if I'd watched it when it came out, I would have been like, yeah, he's like ripping the skull open and like we're getting <laughs> to look at the brain. And now, like, but he's great. Also, isn't he uh, the guy who? who plays Joshua Jackson's dad? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. he's he's good. Yeah, he's a good actor. A lot of fun. Uh, the no poor, idea what the hell the you poor black girl. Uh, oh, the I'm, assistant. Yeah, I'm hoping she they they develop her character more because like right now she is a cardboard cutout who just uh, does exposition. She's and, the one who he keeps getting her name wrong, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, like I don't like procedural shows, but when I do watch them, 
those characters are always my favorite, like the lab tech or, you yeah. know, like the, the quirky one. It, yeah. It's become sort of a type and a trope that it kind of sucks. But yeah, uh, I will say the best part about Fringe, though, is that it switches at some point to not being a procedural show. Yeah. Okay. Which yeah. is which is fascinating because it it almost becomes like an alias type show, which I guess. Yeah, I mean, I guess Alias was it had like a thing of the week, but also this like over the over yeah yeah. Guys, does this mean when we're done with every episode of GI Joe, we're going to become a fringe podcast? I would love to do a fringe. <laughs> I've never seen the show before. I could be the Gina of oh the episode. Oh my god, it's so good, and there are so many Easter eggs, and everything means everything. And uh, uh, what's his name? The black captain. He's already been introduced, right? That's right. Yeah. Okay, great. Yeah, he was in episode I one. I love him. Oh yeah, no, he's he's great. He's uh. Uh, he was in The Wire, wasn't he? Yes, uh, he's in everything. He was also in seen Fringe, so I couldn't tell you. No, you you'd see yeah, him, yeah, you yeah. go, oh, he's, that guy. Okay, he's, he's in The Wire. Uh, uh, he's shirtless at some point, and that dude is pretty, pretty, pretty ripped. He's like nice. a he's like a General Hawk taking off his shirt and not expecting it type Into thing. It. <laughs> well, I'm gonna pull us back to the show. I mean, um, I just pulled us back to the show by saying General Hawk shirtless. You Thank did, you. but all that's getting cut. So. <laughs> no! <laughs> Oh, of course, Lance Reddick. He was just in a. Uh, 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 he yes, I know who that is. Yeah, he's in also, He was he, in uh, John Wick. Am he I played wrong? The guy does he the never? Hotel. Does he never age? Is it one of those things that because he's bald, it's like a Steve Martin being gray thing? Yeah. Like because he's always been bald, he always looks the same age. Is that why he never ages? Black don't crack, Gina. I've heard people a rumor. say that, but I've seen it crack. <laughs> wow! Wow! Listen to the racist over here. <laughs> I'm definitely cutting all of this. Talking black people and crack. And that's just the association she makes. Yep. I've seen black people do crack. Uh, all I'm, I'm definitely is, sure that's what Gina said. All I'm it. saying mm-hmm. is Michael Jackson aged terribly. G.I. <laughs> <laughs> Joe will return after these messages. This is it, the new G.I. Joe Devilfish on a high-speed recon mission. There's Hawk, the new Joe Commander. That's Beachhead, the Ranger, Matt Whitson. Devilfish has two torpedoes and twin guns on top, and they're gonna need it, because here comes Cobra. Cobra's got a new hydro set, and that's real dangerous with G.I. Joe. G.I. Joe. Live the adventure of G.I. Joe. G.I. Joe Devilfish, Cobra Hydro Sled, and Cobra and Joe figures each sold separately. Joe, Joe! back to G.I. Joe. So guys, talk to me about Metalhead, because he is way too excited to press a button to the point where he kisses the feet of Cobra Commander. All caps in my notes. I'm like, is what he is the bang this? Bang guy? Yes. I mean, that, that's on brand for him, but he does seem like a, a like one of those little kids in, a, in, a, in an elevator. Yeah. He like, really wants to press the button. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's it, it's i think it goes beyond a sexual gratification though i mean because that's clearly the what they're going at there well no what they're going at wants is to fire the big gun the joy of uh, of a five-year-old were they to have that same experience no i like, think this woo. is the only way this guy can come i think that's what it is too honestly uh, i think yeah, that's where he gets i definitely his think jollies. the only way he can actually finish like some dudes need a noose around their neck or whatever I uh, think or we- whatever yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, there's really no reason to continue that thought. Yeah. <laughs> but I, think I just want to say that... Gino, uh, what do you do with these boys? <laughs> this is this is something that uh, uh, I don't I don't know how to feel about it, but I but I it's a thing that I do. Uh, my child what likes yeah. to put things around his neck, like necklaces oh, type things, okay, okay. but yeah. like things that are around the house. So like uh, uh-huh. often it'll be like 
uh, uh, underwear or <laughs> like strings no, or my, belts. My child will do the uh, same, and, and it's terrifying. Every time he does it, I'm like, where are you going, uh, David Carradine? <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, just you walk need, around, Michael Hutchins. You need to have that and, conversation uh, with him now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, son, <laughs> take those uh, women's panties off your neck for a multitude of reasons. <laughs> None of which, I, I'm not judging you in any way, shape, or form. I'm just saying that uh, trouble lies ahead. It's fair. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's fair. So we cut over to, I'm getting out of there. <laughs> uh, cut over to the Destro Cave where Hawk has, has broken his way through the, from the secret cave. And there's all these Joes being held captured there that are just sort of hanging out. And I don't understand why they're not in cells or chains because literally the Joes they just can't afford it. The Joes clearly outnumber the Cobras in Destro's like impenetrable lair. Why they're there in the first place, why there's more of them, why they're not manacled, they just decide, oh, Hawk's here. We're just going to take over. Like, immediately, and then they just do when they start stealing tanks and start blowing things up immediately. Uh, I'm going to guess that Cobra didn't want to spend the money on prisons. No. But I actually thought for a second that uh, Hawk might die here. You know what? The thought did cross my mind as well. Like, like I mean, I I know obviously they're not going to, but I was kind of like, oh shit, this would be how he goes out. Like he just yeah. completed the mission of all missions. And that being said, they're not going to kill any characters in series. I know, two. I they, know. They did kill characters in season one, GI Joe, but very rarely. Remember the episode where they went to the alternate reality oh, yeah. and three no, of them much they so. found yeah. their own dead bodies, yeah. which has got to <laughs> f you up hard. Ah. That was such a I, I so good. I, this World's is like this end. is like when you when you like date a guy and you're like okay he's pretty good I guess what else is out there and then you date a guy and you're like oh oh no this guy's a monster <laughs> why did I break up with that other perfectly okay guy so think back and like oh he he did things this new terrible guy would never dream of doing yeah yeah oh that was actually kind of nice <laughs> I'm proud oh, to well. say that that's my niche. <laughs> is uh, is that I'm not that guy. Like, come on back to me because I'm not a monster. I'm not a good person. I'm not a particularly pleasant person to be around, but I didn't slash your tires yeah. because you the, wouldn't do the dishes. The key so. is to find women who have been with monsters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you show up perfectly Below average, yeah, but yeah, exactly you look the right amazing. amazing. Exactly amazing. the right time. That's mm-hmm. that's what this is. That's what this is. Every time I'm reminded of things from first series GI Joe, I'm like, <laughs> oh yeah. When I was in it, I didn't care for it, <laughs> but now I really miss it. This is what age and experience will get you. If you're listening and you're like in your twenties, yeah. And- At some point, you have to be willing to settle for a guy who's the human equivalent of. Of first series G.I. Joe. And that's a pretty great guy, I'd like to say for the record. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. I dream of my wife thinking of me as first season G.I. Joe. I know how Ray is thinking of it, <laughs> but uh, translating <laughs> what you actually mean, it's a lot more like my situation. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we, we fast forward. Uh, uh, Metalhead shoots the thing. He gets to shoot the big space guns. He somehow misjudges the range, yet this is his entire life is judging ranges. He does it 
constantly. Also, doesn't he have that eye thing? This is just it. Specifically, how? Designed? How did he miss? He and, uh, he ends up shooting the space laser, and it creates a tornado in the ocean. A bunch of water oh. cyclones. Yeah. Okay, I have a theory. Uh, so the last time we saw him was when his grandma came to visit. Correct. Mm-hmm. Well, yes. And like she, she sort of, she sort of like schooled him and shamed him a little bit. A little bit. So now I think maybe he's uh, sabotaging GI Joe. I mean, sabotaging Cobra. Oh, really? He's, a, he's like a double agent. Uh, well, I don't think he's got. I just think he like has. He has sort of uh, uh, like I don't think he's a double agent. I just think he's sort of like at the last second. Maybe he's not even aware of it, could, sabotaging it himself. If I could, real quick, Chan, you have an excellent point, but I just, real quick, we did see his visor get broken in the previous episode. Is it possible? Is it possible they were paying off that storyline? No. Probably not, not. not. Probably not. Sorry, Chan, go ahead. I'm going to bring you Occam's razor here. Okay. The simplest explanation <laughs> must be the true one. Uh, say you're a top-notch sniper. Mm-hmm. You got your sniper rifle, got your little scope and everything like that. Tracking you're so like, far. Looking yep. down and like... Pow, and you know, take out somebody like a half mile away. That's amazing. Great. Okay. Uh, you have uh, um, a, a gun uh, turret mechanism that, uh, you know, you've, you've got a screen up and, you know, you got a little joystick to help direct you uh, to uh, shoot at the Joes from something over here. Okay. We've got the screen, uh, which has got a little joystick. And you pull out your sniper rifle, which very good scope. It's very excellent at yes. shooting people. And and you look through the scope at the screen with uh, the little oh, joystick okay. to help you do it. And uh, and then you and then you fire based on what you see in the little scope there. Okay. Because obviously uh, that's how that works. Here's the deal. I, I thought the this was going to pay off, it. and I was wrong. I'm, I'm, I'm going to give an even simpler <laughs> response. Yeah, it's a, none is, of these things go together. Is what I'm saying. Is He's too excited, and this is his version of premature ejaculation. Oh, you know what? I think that's the best explanation. Yeah, like he yeah. he gets too excited and and can't control himself. I mean, we have already done that joke previously. No, I'm but... serious about this. No, no, no. I mean, no, it's I a mean, metaphor. it really the, is a the, metaphor. In the show, it was very clearly a premature ejaculation joke. Mm, I am saying that okay. the writers are perfectly willing to go back to oh, that got well it, got it. because. Oh, for any number of reasons, it's right there. You terrible. know what they say: the low-hanging fruit is the sweetest. That I don't is. Think they say that. They say that. No, uh, here's I'm the thing: sure. I feel like they say that in some writers' rooms. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so in the, our big action scene, we're in Act Three at this point because I don't even know what happened to Acts One and Two. It's sort of a giant melange of Act Three all happening at the same time. Yeah. Uh, uh, GI Joe uh, uh, that have taken that are, the slaves that have gotten back. You know, they, they've 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 reclaimed the tanks. And they push Destro and Cobra back to the command center. Oh, hey, I just, they, yes. just real quickly. Uh, yeah. Any time they put in a goddamn cartoon sound effect like yeah, that. Boing. Did they not do I, that in the first series? Not really. I, I imagine they may have at some point, but very rarely. Here it seems a lot more commonplace. It's it's also a very strange, like these aren't cartoon bears jumping <laughs> through a, a forest. But that's the thing is they kind of are. Yeah. The aesthetic it's they've created so strange. is just. Uh, it's not as based in reality. Choice. Yeah. It's a strange choice. Um, I would say, where did this force field? This is the first day force field has been mentioned. Laser Ooh. field? Do they call it a laser field? Something like no, that. No, an energy screen. As long as we have our energy screen. But what's weird about the energy screen is like literally a hole got blown in the wall, which yeah. means this energy screen was aimed at a wall that had no reason mm. to fall in the first place. Mm. It's a bizarre plot point. Yeah. It is. Also, not as long as we have our energy screen, which we haven't brought up at all. Never before. mentioned once. 
No. So. No, that that's a taco truck moment. (laughs) Like, man. I don't think these writers get get good lunches like that. I think it's. I think on this series, it's oh, it's vending machine time. (laughs) They they unlocked the the vending vending machine. machine. (laughs) You guys, we got dots. We got dots. They unlock the vending machine for the five minutes every day when they unlock it. (laughs) Hurry up! We've got to go. Otherwise, the only thing left will be certs. Oh no! (laughs) I don't even think they make certs anymore. So that's they do. I think they do make certs. Do you know if they made certs? Hit us up. Hashtag certs. If I got nothing. I bet um, oh, you make. are punchy. Really, I bet they make certs. A really bizarre thing happens where a hawk in ambush gets shot down, and so they decide we're going to shoot, set the charges to blow up the thing. Because this is a Joe thing, GI Joe thing to do. We're going to set the charges, but they like set it like on the lava. Am I, was I seeing this wrong? They literally set the C4 charges on the lava, which is powering the elevator, which which pneumatically pushes the space guns up into the top of the volcano. You can still buy certs on Amazon. <laughs> Hashtag certs. <laughs> Thank heavens. <laughs> like, like, but, but they put a charge on lava. Well, no, I mean, there, there's a... Lava. Like a column that they use to suck up the lava, so like it's glass or whatever because naturally if you have a big old torrent of lava you want to like uh uh control it with glass yeah okay it makes sense this holds up so they but also they set the they set the charges three two one boom it goes off and they have this realization of like oh we can't get out of this room before the explosions happen i think i think they didn't I, I don't think they realized there was an energy screen there. I don't think so either. Sure. Like they thought it was I barely realized it. Here's the thing. Uh it's okay. Because this is a victory at uh, <laughs> Volcanion, not a defeat. At no point will <laughs> any of these people ever be tested or ever have a decision that could uh, have consequences. Uh-huh. Would in a different script Hawk die in this moment yes. as he's the one who stays behind to set the bomb and tells Ambush to get yes, lost. That is that is what I oh, that no. is what they should have done. Hawk has fallen into a coma. <laughs> a lava induced coma. Lava I mean, here's the thing. He fell in the lava and fell into a coma. It does seem like they're leading up to this. It's yes. like it's like Chekhov's old man here. Like they're constantly yep. talking about like old man. And he's like, I still got some life left. Old man, I still got some life left. And then it comes time where he's like, Oh my god, we can't get out. And then I legitimately for a second was like, Oh, they're gonna kill Hawkey. I thought so too. He's gonna go out a hero. Oops. I did not think that even a little bit. <laughs> okay, here's the deal. I talked myself out of it real quick. <laughs> same, same. But but like but a a very logical script has Hawk dying right there. It also would make sense in a two part episode to culminate with something important to the story and people involved. What? I, I guys, I don't know what I'm talking about. Um. So, okay, my other question is, so the bombs go off. They end up getting blown through the force field, so it doesn't even matter. Yeah, that, so who that cares? force field sucks. It sucks. Um, it, <laughs> also, the, so the entire volcano starts erupting with lava. And is this how eruptions happen? Is this? Is yeah. This, because it starts, sure. lava starts shooting out the side of the mm-hmm. volcano. And totally. the top. Yeah. And everything <laughs> yep. just starts getting destroyed. Everywhere. And That's it's just it like, it's like really like get a towel. Listen, yeah. first it's going to, it's going to. It's going to accidentally do it on a woman's tits, and then it's going to course correct to her mouth. <laughs> I didn't want to completely go there for the joke, but <laughs> Gina, thank you for going places. I just can't. Um, G.I. Joe then shows up uh, uh, because the, uh, the the space guns are down, so G.I. Joe immediately pounces. Uh, I don't know what like uh, why the U.N. didn't show up first, because G.I. Joe was lost way behind them. G.I. Joe jumps it. They jump in. The Cobra has to run to their sub, 
and uh, Cobra is defeated. Let's go to the epilogue. That's basically uh, it. That's which, by the way, happens. so the UN was clearly on its way. We saw them. Gina, I think you're getting to the point <laughs> I was about to make. Yes, keep going. And then at some point later, which it's it's long enough for the Joes to clean up, put Correct. on their swimsuits, Correct. get the alligator back that was yes. being being, uh, being wrestled. Wrestled. You where know, where was that alligator? <laughs> I have no idea. He went back into his cage. Yeah, like a oh, trained no. wrestling alligator. No, I hate this story. No, no his cage is really nice. No. <laughs> uh, so it takes the it's it's it's. I mean, presumably they didn't immediately finish and then strip down to their yeah, uh, uh, it, swimsuits. In theory, it's been I, hours. I don't think we can presume it's, anything. It's probably, it's probably. I was thinking it's been like a day. Okay, maybe the next morning. Yeah, like that's that what sense. I was thinking. So all of a sudden they start getting shelled because it's the UN here because they still, nobody told them what's going on at any point during this episode. So they think they're emancipating the base from evil people yeah. and they start shelling it. And this is how this episode ends. Yes. And then literally the joke is, oh, I thought you told them that Cobra was defeated here. And I'm thinking to myself, what the F is happening they in this wasted, episode? They wasted eight time on a battle that no one could tell what was happening. And then they go out with them under fire and it not resolved. Yes. And <laughs> with General Hawk being all like, yeah. I did like that we relaxing. got. relaxing. Yeah. I liked that we got some shirtless Joes. Finally. Finally. Like did, did eight it, did episodes it, in. Did old man Hawk's uh, abs pay off for you? I mean, it's not it's, uh, it's not as good as Snow Job. I like it, nothing will ever these, match in that. these like skimpy bathing suits though yeah. for well, some reason. The 80s. Well, early 90s. Yeah, I don't think I don't think men in the 90s were wearing uh, uh speedos. I don't know because the NBA players were all still wearing short shorts at that point. Mm-hmm. Michael Jordan hadn't come and changed the game yet. All right, all right. I don't know. I'm just saying, like, I think they maybe were because I still have some shorts from that era. Oh God, that no, I, I will never wear again. <laughs> uh, if we get three more Patreon subscribers, oh, Ray will wear his speedo guys, bathing I will suits go and, and post a fight. picture of himself. So, guys, oh, I guess got the numbers. We just lost three Patreon subscribers. It's <laughs> <laughs> a bad. It's a bad sign. Um, and that literally, that's how we end the episode with a hilarious joke about friendly fire. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, soldiers who have died in battle to friendly fire. Uh, I, and this is how Hawk dies, I'm assuming. He but you know what? He dies happy. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't do anything. Because he's like, okay, I guess it is okay that I'm uh, a general of this R&R base in my retirement. The end. What happened to the alligator? Alligator's fine. Okay, great. Guys, that's our show. Thank you so much for listening to this week's <laughs> Victory at Volcania Part 2. Very exciting stuff. Uh, you can always hit us up online. Uh, we're at facebook.com slash knowing is half the podcast or patreon.com slash knowing is half the podcast. Five bucks a month gets you well over 50 episodes in our super secret bonus vault. New Know Your Joe episodes and monthly bonus episodes that we just keep adding to. So you get the whole thing for five bucks, basically. It's a pretty good deal. You can also hit us up on uh, Twitter at G.I. Joe Podcast for the show. Um, let's see. Guys, do you have anything you want to plug uh, coming out? Gina, don't you have a comic book coming out that you'd like people to know about? What? Uh, it comes out on March 26th, so if you pre-ordered it, I, I think the way it works is, uh, you get it on the 26th, uh, and, and then if you go on Amazon, as of the 26th, you'll no longer need to, uh, pre-order it. it and it's like Babe nine Squad. bucks. Nine bucks. I think it's down to nine bucks now. Guys, gotta get Babe Squad. 
And you can go to uh, at Gina Ippy for the uh, the pinned tweet. The oh, link gosh. to buy the what? thing. I'm going to keep bringing it up because you forget it's there. Yeah, yeah. I will I forget it's it. there. Yeah. Uh, I'll be pimping that all day long. Yeah. I'll be 70 years old and someone will be like, this is your pinned tweet? Yeah, I and bought that. I'll be that. like, get out here, robot butler. Gina, this is like the first one of like 76 graphic novels of Babe Squad. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm going to blow my brains out. I'm going to have to write another one of these. <laughs> well, guys, so you should buy it I to kill say, Gina, apparently. I will say, Haley and I do have a whole a whole first season's worth of episodes already already planned out. Don't you want that, everybody? So so in the graphic novel, you will see a lot of stuff set up, set up and you will probably have a lot of questions. And if we never sell it as a TV show or as another graphic novel again your questions will never be answered except by fan forums obviously. <laughs> yeah uh, chan anything you want to plug nah <laughs> i'll quickly plug the who would win show uh you can check it out pinned to my profile at almighty ray on twitter it's about uh doctor who it's about doctor who it is not about doctor <laughs> who it is uh, a doctor fight, who would win uh, a fight between two fictional characters uh uh some yeah, i guess fictional i guess in some cases real whatever uh and uh, who would win in a chance encounter between the two and we argue it for an hour and it's a pure delight a show that you probably have listened to by now <laughs> and if you haven't really what's wrong with you that's all I got to say. It's a great show. You should probably check it out. Uh, otherwise, Chan's uh, Twitter is 999 RPMs. I'm at Gina Ippy. And I'm at Almighty Ray. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. We'll be back next week with the No Zone Conspiracy, a show, an episode that we actually recorded like two years ago for Patreon, just randomly. And now you get to hear that on the main feed. Wait, It'll me be- too? I don't remember if you were there or not. I think so, maybe. You'll be able to hear us as children. Literally, yeah. we are we are all babies on the right side of it's forty. Like, probably, it's like, we... it's like Muppet babies. <laughs> That's probably right. So, until then, next week, guys. Thank you so much, and good night. Brent Pope, the host of Breakfast with Brent Pope. You've seen me on some of your favorite TV shows saying things like, give it up, Jimmy, you got to sink this putt to win. Or, I wouldn't jump up and down until we stabilize the hydraulics. On Breakfast with Brent Pope, I sit down with guests from the entertainment world, working actors, comedians, writers, stunt people, you get it, and we do it all over breakfast, or should I say, Breakfast. Every week is a new episode of Breakfast, and here's what you get. Inside Hollywood info, like, how cool is it to act with Ed O'Neill? Spoiler alert, it's really cool. And what the heck is a gaffer? You get great breakfast wrecks and foodie debates like, when should you go hash browns and when do you go home fries? I know the answer to that. Trust me, my pancake posse, my bacon brigade. Listen up, because breakfast is the most delightful 30 minutes of your week. So dig in, it's breakfast time. Breakfast with Brent Pope, available at breakfast.com, Apple Podcasts, or wherever fine podcasts are found.